Radically resilient health is not the absence of injury, disease, infection, or stress. Rather, it's the ability to recover from injury, disease, or stress. This is Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan, founder of VitaKinetics. I'm your host, Connie Ray. We want to continue to share this vital and important information about how easy it is to change your health through simple lifestyle changes. So please subscribe to our podcast. Follow VitaKinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. This is Radically Resilient Health. Welcome back to Radically Resilient Health with Dr. Carolyn Dolan. Today, we're going to talk to an actual patient, someone who has experienced an injury and came out with the help of Vitakinetics. We're excited to have her back on the show as last season, we had a chance to talk to her about her son and even some injuries that she was dealing with as well. Paige Galliotto is with us to talk more about Vitakinetics and the power of healing. Welcome back to the show, Paige. It's great to have you. Thank you so much, Connie. Great to be sharing my story with you guys. Yeah, we're really excited to get an update from what you shared with us last season, because everyone is now, your son is a year older and he's in a different place now. So we kind of wanted to get the update from his ankle injury, Um, but also yourself and your um, incredible activity of mountain biking and cycling. Yeah, just uh, a quick recap. My son had basically torn both ligaments on either side of his ankle and needed reconstructive surgery last summer as a a 16 year old at the time. So we used Vitakinetics in his recovery, you know, right post-surgery, he was on it right away. We had a great recovery process. You know, surgeon was really happy with his progress, with the lack of inflammation, with how much mobility he had early in the recovery process. So it all went really well. Um, He was cleared for sports, you know, all sports basically in September of last year. So, um, July, August, just like three months post surgery. And because of the pandemic and all the challenges of that, the school district actually did not have fall sports. So it gave him another full three months of strength building and recovery before we went into sports, which I was really grateful for because in his senior year, he had decided he wanted to play football and he had never played football before. And of course, like many parents, you know, you're pretty concerned about your, your baby playing a full contact sport. So yeah, so he had those extra three months of recovery. He had, um, although a shortened, but he got to play a, a full football season, had no ankle issues, rolled that right into his track season. And again, just constant running and activity and just continue to have great results from the whole surgery and recovery process. So that was a successful procedure, successful recovery. And then just, we couldn't be more pleased with how that all went for him. And now, now where is he? That was his senior year. And he was applying to colleges throughout the spring. And one of the um, colleges he applied to was the United States Air Force Academy. And unlike pretty much any other college, there is a very strict medical evaluation process and review. So not only do you have to do all these physical tests and and meet a certain threshold in order to be admitted, but you also have to pass a medical exam. Um, And they look at all your medical history. So he, you know, he passed the physical tests, flying colors, the act, you know, he was academically approved or enrolled but it was his admissions to the Air Force Academy was pending this medical approval. And they wanted an orthopedic surgeon to evaluate his ankle because of the the surgery 
and the injury. So we had to go get a, a full um, evaluation. Again, he passed the flying colors. It was right down to the wire timing wise. Yeah. So he is now in his first year as a cadet C4. I have to get the language right at the United States Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. That's incredible. Is he, is he enjoying it? Maybe that's not quite the right word. It is not quite the right, right right word. And he actually said that when someone asked him, we got to see him um, over Labor Day and and someone out in the community in Colorado Springs asked him how he was enjoying. And he said, well, I wouldn't use the word enjoy. I mean, they have to go through a a regular basic training. So he had six weeks of basic training um, and it's kind of everything that the stereotype of what basic training is, is actually right. <laughs> it's pretty brutal physically, you know, mentally, emotionally, all that. And now he's in the academics and um, it's very challenging, but he's, he's embracing it. He's glad he's there. He's, he's doing the work. So is he, is he attempting to, pl- to do track and field there or. He was going to try and walk on to the track and field team and they are taking no walk-ons. So they are required to do a sport at the Air Force Academy. It is part of required curriculum. So he signed up for Mountain Bike Club and tried out for the competitive team and made the competitive team. So he is competing for Air Force on their mountain bike team right now. They're required to participate in sports. They are. They are required. There are a lot of physical requirements. Um, It's a very heavy academic curriculum. And like his first semester included boxing. It's like a core course. They are, they are training military warfighters. I mean, it's, it's an exceptional academic education, but there are also extreme physical requirements. I mean, every month they get what they call a PFT, a physical, physical fitness test. They have to meet certain bars or they go kind of go into a, um, basically a, a boot camp to get them back up to snuff and like how many pull-ups or push-ups or how fast they can run. I mean, it's, it doesn't sound like he has much time to get into any trouble. This is true. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, my high school boyfriend went to West Point and I remember his plebe year was just like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. And I also remember it being stressful. And I, I think is your son utilizing Vitakinetics as a supplement that could help him with dealing with this stress. This is a big stress for him. This is a new environment, new coming off an injury. And we talk about how Vitakinetics is yet another tool to help you kind of with that, that stress as well. Right. That's actually an excellent idea. So when he went into basic, like you're not allowed to have any personal belongings with you. Like literally he had a backpack with underwear in it and a watch and some running shoes. Like that's it. They give you everything else. So you can't bring any personal effects. So he had no like prescriptions, no face wash, like nothing that was sort of like personal. So um, when he comes home for Thanksgiving, uh, I think actually it would be a great idea to stock him up on some Vitakinetics to take back with him, or I actually can have them shipped direct as well at this point. But yeah, for a long time, like we just, we didn't have access to him and we didn't have communication with him and he couldn't have personal things. But now that he's in his dorm room, I think that would be a great thing just because the physical part of it too continues, you know, it's, it's ongoing. He's constantly running to stay in shape. You know, he's in mountain bike club. He's going to roll right from mountain bike club into um, snowboard club. So, you know, the physical activity will not stop. And then the, the academic pressure also will not stop. So I think that could be a great tool for him. And I will, uh, 
I'll talk to him about that. I think that's uh, uh, also based on the other fundamental principles. I'm also assuming that they fuel nutritionally. They fuel these guys pretty well, or is he in charge of his own nutrition at this point? Um, you know, they eat in the dining halls and he says that food is, is good. I don't have a lot of detail about what that is. And we were there for parents weekend and we got to like go to the nutrition table and talk to them. It sounds like amazing, but you never know if, if it's really as good in reality as it sounds. Um, I think, you know, and he has really good eating habits. I mean, he's a, he was never a, a kid that didn't understand you should eat green things and, you know, eat the rainbow. Like he, he understood, he understood nutrition just on a, you know, kind of an intuitive level and be like, Oh, I need, I need to get more vegetables or I need to, you know, I had too much sugar. You know, he, he, he can sense that he's pretty in touch with his body that way. So I'm um, hopeful, you know, that he's a well-equipped feeling himself well. And I'm, you know, I assume that they, they give them um, good, good options there. Which circles back to your, it's kind of cool that he's doing the mountain bike club because cycling is a big thing in your life too. What's the update in where your fitness goals are and such? The pandemic changed a lot of things as far as, oh, there's no more competitions. There's no more events. But we kept hoping all last year, well, it's not going to happen in May, but maybe it'll happen in July or maybe it'll happen. And we just thought it would get pushed on. So I actually spent the pandemic riding more than I ever have, usually alone. And for the longest distances I've ever written, I'd just be like, the trail, local trails are crowded. I'm just going to head to the hills, you know? So I would just get on my bike and just go and just ride and explore and get out there by myself and, uh, you know, really, really enjoyed that, but did just really long rides all year. And of course, no events panned out. <laughs> So rolling into this year, a lot of those events just got, the dates just got pushed forward. So had a couple events this year. Um, and I, again, on the longer side, so longer distances that I've done in the past, sort of when I was younger, I was kind of more of a sprinter and these sort of short, you know, 45 minute hour, maybe hour and a half events. And this year I did, my target event was a 104 mile race in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, a gravel race. So longest race I'd ever done. So I was preparing for that just with really long days uh, on the weekends, just basically riding all day and uh, just trying to keep my miles up during the week. You know, we had some smoke. So I was doing indoor trainer rides, just trying to like keep it together until my event. So I felt pretty well prepared. My event went, it went all right. It wasn't perfect, but um, I have never been so fit distance wise. I mean, I can't really sprint these days, but I literally can ride my bike for seven or eight hours and not a big deal. And I seem to recover really well from that. I've continued to use Vitakinetics just daily when I have aches and pains, either from excessive effort or the occasional tumble, I usually double up my dose for a few days, but yeah, it's been, um, it's been super interesting to sort of evolve. And part of it is just evolving as an older athlete. I'm just not a sprinter anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. I like that you said that an older athlete, I'm, I'm in the same way. I just had a bad ankle roll uh, about a week ago and I did the same thing, kind of doubled up on my Vitakinetics, really helped with the swelling. And I think that's another reason that I am so in tune to the message behind Vitakinetics, right? The the concept that we want to eat well, supplement well, move well, sleep well, 
eat well. These are so important, especially as I, I would say the three of us are athletes. Uh, we're in our forties and trying to continue to be active. And sometimes having that vitakinetics for me, it's just the, I can get through this. I have a tool. I, f- I really look at vitakinetics as a tool mm-hmm. to allow me to do the things that I want to do that continue to keep me active. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as we want to do all the things right all the time, um, I don't always get enough sleep. I'm looking in this zoom call going, look at the circles under my eyes. We don't always, you know, for me, I don't always recover well. Like I don't always get the stretching in that I know I need. And, and, or like after the hard effort, did I do the cool down, you know, but I always feel like, well, at least I can always get my vitakinetics in. And like, I know that like that part is like just handled. Right. And that support is there. It's definitely become a tool that I like kind of just rely on to just be there to like provide that extra support um, for inflammation, for those hard efforts. I did, I did race last weekend, the local cyclocross series, which is really, I did it because I want to support my local series. And so it was, you know, a 45 minute all out effort. My body was like, what are you doing? And I hadn't trained really for that kind of event. And I was really surprised at how I could hang in there, but, uh, I was really tired from it. Just recognizing that like my body needs all the, all the supportive tools I can get, I can give it for sure. Uh, One of the things you had brought up early in your conversation was locally, we've had to deal with the smoke issues and really adjusting our, you adjusted your cycling training to indoors, which is it's challenging because we live in such a beautiful area and to not be able to be outside. That's probably one of the things you really love about your cycling is, is being able to be outside in the fresh air, but we have really had to just sort of pivot how we managed ourselves. And that was really great. And and then as far as for me personally to the vitakinetics, you know, there's different inputs that sort of cause me inflammation or stress and that, smoke when I couldn't be able to be outside was a real trigger for, for me. And so I leaned a bit more on the vitakinetics and tried to adjust my, I, I had a much harder time because I'm not a cyclist. So it wasn't like all of a sudden I have a treadmill and I could do my walking with my dogs on hiking, like on a treadmill. So that was a challenge, but that was really good little pivot for you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I had, I had the, um, the impending race as like, okay, you can't ease off quite yet to keep me sort of motivated. Cause it is tough. I mean, we live in a beautiful area for me. Biking is it's my break from work. I work from home. <laughs> so literally here's my desk. Here's my gym. Like I need to get out of this space, you know, to like clear my mind and, you know, feel good and all that. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely challenging. Um, so I wasn't thinking about vitakinetics as a supplemental tool for the smoke. So how does that, how does that support our health during that horrible summer we've had? Well, it was, it's really more of an inflammatory input of stress, right? The, the inflammatory input is the stress. And so like for, for me, and, and in a lot of ways, the use of vitakinetics is a management of that inflammatory process. So that inflammatory process input could be an intense workout or, you know, lack of sleep. You know, there's a lot of times where there's different life stresses that create an excessive sort of inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. 
and, and the lack in the smoke or the lack of outdoor activity for me personally, that was a real like inflammatory trigger. Absolutely. Like, I, I wasn't sleeping as well. I was not making as good of food choices because I was sort of emotionally responding to those things. My fitness routine was completely thrown off. So that stress management or like, like you talked about, I too work from home and that's my escape. So I leaned a little bit more on it as far as just managing that inflammation, not so much as a recovery from a physical gotcha. fitness or an injury, as much as just managing that inflammatory response related to that stress input. Did you experience a little stress too with your son going off to school? Oh, you think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was really emotional. And part of the emotional was, you know, I think most parents have that empty nest. Oh my God, my baby's leaving. But ours was sort of compounded by the timeline because the medical approvals got dragged out and, oh no, that's not enough. Your doctor's signing off. I need you to go to a different surgeon and get a different approval. Like, because it just kind of got dragged out, he literally got the approval the day before the deadline. So when he got his official admittance, we had like a month before graduation. And boot camp started one week after graduation. So we had no, like, we're not going to have a summer with our child. Like, we're not going to have that family trip and, you know, car rides and talking for, we had one week and it was kind of just chaotic and getting everything ready. And then, oh yeah, now he's gone and I can't talk to him for six weeks. So incredibly stressful. And then my work is incredibly busy. We do marketing for COVID-19 vaccine communication. So it's been nonstop for a year and a half, just, and everything we do at work is super important and super urgent. And so like, yeah, there's a, there was a lot of stress in a lot of areas of my life. Well, and then you, and you throw in going back to the smoke, I was feeling the same way that Carolyn was the tools that we utilize mm -hmm. the move well component, right? For you, it's to get on that bike and to get out for Carolyn to get out and hike or go on a run. Uh, and I was feeling the same way. Like I was always out hiking or outdoors. And then that was kind of taken away from us after we've come off of a year of being where we had to be inside. And we had some days here with the smoke where it was absolutely unhealthy to be outside. Absolutely. And for the three of us, that is, you know, like, it's almost like I'm losing an arm. These are the tools that I have in place to help me with these stresses. And you're absolutely right. I, I feel like all three of us are kind of in the same boat. We all have very stressful jobs. We have kids where, and we utilize fitness and our fitness routines and our sleeping well and moving well and, and supplementing well and connecting well. Those are a part of our overall health. And when one of those is taken away, uh, you know, we talked about this in our last podcast. Sometimes we have to adjust the cauldron fill up, right? How do we do that? How do we, now we know we can't be outside biking right now because of the smoke. What are some other ways that I can de-stress? Yeah. And I mean, not, not that we all needed, not that we're in a competition for how much stress we had to manage, but I also had family health emergency and travel during COVID, which I was terrified to do, you know, getting on an airplane back in March. And yeah, like you, they're just, when you don't have, and again, when I was traveling, so I didn't have my, I can just jump on my bike and go ride. Like I had a month where I'm like, okay, I'm in this other place and it's bitter cold out. And like, 
I have to do something, right? So like you just, you find ways, you know, you innovate, but I did have my vitakinetics with me and I had a band and I figured out how to do a workout and I just figured out how to bundle up and go run in the farm fields and just, you know, get it done. But yeah, it's, uh, it's incredibly important to have resources and to be flexible. You know, um, I think most people I know that are outdoor recreationists were a bit traumatized this summer, not by dealing with, we'd all been dealing with this pandemic. We all thought it would be done by now. Most of us thought it might be done by now and it, and it hasn't, it's not done. And then on top of that, well, at least we had our cycling or our running or the mountain to get away to. And it's what, and then you, and then you feel guilty about that because you're like, well, my house isn't burning down. So like, I can't complain about the fact that I have to work out indoors, but it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's tough. Well, I lean really heavily on the outdoor activity, both for managing all the kids home and personal health needs. So it was, it was a big deal, but yeah, there's, then there's that guilt and shame that go along with how dare I complain about it. My house actually is not burning down, but, um, you know, we seem to have turned a corner, but we did all have to kind of pivot and figure out which part of those pieces really were critical to our survival in that, those moments. Well, and going back to what the, the name of this podcast, radically resilient health, we didn't, we didn't plan to be living in an area where we were socked in with smoke. We had to find other ways to still maintain our health and still be active and still do the things that we wanted. And we, we all have, if anything, I feel like the pandemic has taught everyone like, okay, we can pivot. We can find some different ways. And, and I'm right there with you, Paige. Like my family, my husband's family's from Quincy. So they were evacuated twice. He has family in Meadow Valley that was evacuated. And then here we were thinking, well, at least we can go to the lakes. Well, then they closed the forest. <laughs> like, okay, well then there goes any sort of, uh, and it was, it was, and you feel a little guilty because here I am like moving his aunt and uncle out thinking, well, I can't even go to the lake now. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, it was interesting because I happened to have my first trip flying so I can appreciate your stress with flying. And I remember um, I, I had planned this trip and I was like, okay, I'm vaccinated. It's finally time. This is an important trip to go visit this special person in my life, right? So I'm, I'm going to be brave and do it. And I just sat there on the plane with my mask. Like I had not been that close to other humans, that many strangers in so long, it just was, it, and it ended up being, it ended up being okay, you know, but then when I got there, I hadn't, she, my friend said, Carolyn, your head is like in the clouds, like the whole time. I was like, I haven't seen the sky in like six weeks. And I didn't realize how badly that was affecting my overall. And then to come back and, and I, Um, And then the schools got closed um, the day after we got back. And I said, everybody get in the car. We're driving to Davis for lunch. Get in the car because there's sunshine and fresh air. And we're going to just go sit outside at a park. And we're taking the dog because nobody had been like outside in so long. And I just, it was fascinating. But yeah, we all have to pivot. And each of those fundamental principles can support you. But sometimes our fitness routines were completely off um, and those things that we were doing and we had to rely on some other 
other things or other tools or really work to connect with other people because we weren't outside seeing people. Thank you so much for the update page. It really is amazing to hear where your son is at and how well he's doing. Um, And same for you. I know this is such a challenging time uh, as the kids move on and I will be not far behind you in that regard as we start getting closer to our oldest getting ready for college here soon. Um, But thank you so much for sharing an update with us. You bet. Glad to be here. Thank you so much, Paige. And uh, good luck to your son. It's going to be, I know from my experience with my, my ex-boyfriend, man, that first year is tough, but when, once you can get through that, you can get through anything. And I feel like us getting through a pandemic and then trapped in fires for two months we can get through any anything. And that's why I love the concept of radically resilient health. It's finding those ways that we can continue to have the health in our life that we want, you know, making those small changes. And if we can't get out and bike today, we made, you know, you grabbed a band, you found a way to do it. And it really is about finding those small ways to make adjustments to, to get us to where we want to be. I mean, I think all three of us and many who, who listen to this podcast, it's about finding ways to maintain our health. We want to live an active lifestyle. We want to not be reaching for a pharmaceutical to do that. We want to find an alternative that's healthy and having these components of eat well, move well, supplement well, connect well, I think they're also key to our overall health. And that's how we can have radically resilient health. Learn more about Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan at vitakinetics.com. Use the discount code RESILIENT2021 to receive a one-time 10% off discount on Vitakinetics. Follow Vitakinetics and Dr. Carolyn Dolan on Facebook and Instagram. Content in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as medical, physical therapy, or healthcare advice. Listening to this podcast does not create a healthcare provider patient relationship. Please contact your medical healthcare provider if you suspect you have a medical problem. This podcast is funded by Vitakinetics.